0: Welcome to Overflowing Grace, a weekly radio outreach ministry of Adonai Bible Center in Somerville. Now, let's listen to our teacher, Pastor Obi.
1: Praise the Lord. Thank you. I'm going to... Amen. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I love uh, classical music. I was just thankful that I grew up in a home where my father encouraged every good thing. In fact, if I know what I know now, he hired some uh, Somebody to teach us um, how to play organ. It was organ then. But many of us didn't pay attention. My father was a good man. He had teachers to teach us uh, after school. So he was a very good man. And uh, he, he made sure we went to choir. He made sure we read the Bible. My father read the Bible with us. Morning and night. That's how I knew the word of God is the best food to eat. I want you, no matter how busy you are, the greatest job for your children is to teach them the word of God. There is nothing better than that. Another thing I'm going to read you, and just thanking God for uh, the Psalms. Uh, Psalm 118 says, uh, verse 9. Where shall a young man cleanse his ways? Now, if you look at that, where shall a young man cleanse his way? Where shall anyone, generic? Where shall a human being cleanse their ways? You cannot clean your way by going to the gym. Yes, your body will be f- physically strengthened. But we need to start from inside out so that our flesh will be affected once our spirit is is nurtured. Uh, Romans 12 reminds us, and also you find it in Ephesians, to present our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. He told us not to conform to the patterns of this world, but to transform by renew of our mind. You know, when you're asking someone to pray for you. And you are not praying, but you can pray. Then you are not making your life to count. You are not making the life of your children to count. You are not making the life of your family to count. You want to abdicate. You want to relegate. And really, this is sad. You want to pass on. your obligation, your God rightful, where God has given you opportunity to grow, so he can use you more in the life of other people. You are passing that opportunity without knowing that, and that's what devil likes to do. Get you hooked to the TV, hooked to pornography, hooked to alcohol, hooked to drugs, and Christian, unfortunately, do get hooked to those things. Because their flesh is not developed. How do I know that? I know it's one passage. And there are many. Not just Romans, but Corinthians. Paul was calling the Christians. How can a Christian be sleeping with the stepmother? The Bible says it. It says, such a person should be given up. That his flesh will be destroyed and he will be saved. He say, "Have nothing to do with them. I have nothing to do with people who do such evil." But you cannot come out of evil after you are saved if you are not reading the Bible. You have to grow by reading the Word. I'll keep saying it till Jesus comes to me home because it's making a difference in my life, and that's the Word of God. <clears throat> All right, so he says. As we continue, I want to read this to you. I also took it from uh, the one-year Bible in U version. He's <clears throat> talking about the Holy Spirit. He says, um, "Spending time in the presence of God is the most important activity of your life," and he says you need God's presence. In your life more than you need anything else, see you need education is good, but that's now what's when you die, God is not going to uh, ask you how much education you had, and thank God Paul had a lot of education, but Paul counted it as dung as nothing. He gave it up for Jesus Christ. He didn't even give it up. He used it for the church to enhance the kingdom of God. Because if you see most of his letter, especially Romans, and then all the other uh, uh, epistles, see how God used it to position him to speak truth to the body of Christ. And the Bible tells us in Revelation, those who have hear, hear, ears to hear, Let them hear what the Holy Spirit is saying to the church. When we go to heaven, we are there before God face to face. It's on earth that we need everything the Bible is telling us. And we're waiting for the second coming of Jesus Christ, which is going to happen soon. We believe that it's going to happen soon. Because of what is happening. Because the revival is coming. And the gospel is going around. I've preached, I know I preach practically every day. Today I've preached twice already. Yesterday I had three services. Sunday I had four services. And I didn't do that before. And I'm enjoying it. Because God has deposited His grace, His anointing deep in my spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. You know, uh, when I was praying at the end of last year, God, I've got in my spirit that this year will be the greatest year from what has passed to today, this year. And I see it already. By the way, we are still going to Israel next year. So those who have called me, get ready. Keep saving your money. The uh, the travel agent, the Israeli travel agent have not opened yet. But as soon as they open, don't say, oh no, I'm telling you ahead of time. Come and have a trip of a lifetime. It's going to be around Easter, Easter, Easter next year. So don't say, oh, you didn't know. Start saving your pennies. If you keep putting $5 away every week, every week, every week, maybe $10, you won't have to struggle for the money when the time comes and you need to visit. Okay? You don't need to go to heaven. I mean, uh, visiting will not make you go to heaven or hell. Your time with Jesus Christ's salvation is what will make you to heaven. So let's go. Uh, let's continue. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Let's continue. I believe we are on... Um, I'm using First Kings 8. Let, let, let's start from... Uh, Verse twenty six and now, O God of Israel, let thy word I pray thee be ver- verified, which thou speakest unto thy servant, my father, David, thy servant David, my father. But will God indeed dwell on the earth? Behold, the heaven and heaven of heavens cannot contain thee. How much less this house that I have built? Yet, have thou respect unto the prayer of thy servant, and to his supplication, O Lord my God, to hearken unto the cry, and to the prayer which thy servant prayeth before thee today, that thy eyes may be opened toward this house night and day. Even towards the place of which. Of which. Praise the Lord. Thou hast said. My name shall be there. That thou mayest hearken. Unto the prayer. Which thy servant shall make towards thy place. You know this is the prophecy. This is. Old Testament, and everything is preparing for the coming of Jesus Christ. You remember that um, God was the King of Israel; He was their God. But the people wanted God to give them an earthly king because they see the pomp, the pomp, the pageant, the ceremonies, and they love it. But God who created us knows better. That's why he told Adam and Eve, I give you everything good. Don't eat this apple. One of my Sunday school, young people said to me, why did God put it? Uh, That's a question we need to ask God when we get to heaven. But there is something like free will. Otherwise, you have no say. God will just put you there and you do what he wants. But that's not the God who created us. Only devil does that devil forces people to kill, to steal, to destroy. God came to give you free will to choose good rather than evil. Huh? Remember Joshua said, as for me, for me and my house, we serve the Lord. You choose your... You can't you even can choose them for them. We can't choose for other people. We can tell them, but we can't. I tell many families, We cannot make your husband do what God wants. You just have to pray for him. Look at Solomon build the temple, but he knew that it was prayer, offering, sacrifice, submission to God that will make the temple to be efficacious, to have blessings of beneficial permanence. Even after building it, it's only God who could have done it. Wonderful,
0: merciful, Savior,